Hello and welcome to this episode of Spotlight with Sandhya. Our guest today is a charming and dynamic diplomat. It wouldn't be an exaggeration to say that Dana Karsh is a star of the diplomatic circuit, not just in Bangalore but in all of South India. Ms. Karsh has vast experience in diplomacy, and she served two stints in India. First, as the deputy ambassador of Israel in New Delhi, and later as the consul general to South India, here based in Bangalore. Dana Karsh is especially close to us at Trinity Media. as israel was the country partner for the innovate bengaluru festival that we held in 2019 you must watch her keynote address at the event after 3 years here dena is on her way back home and we are going to talk today about her learnings and experiences hello dena and welcome to the show hi sandhya namaskar shalom shalom um you know dena i was just looking at your experiences i mean you were uh, in the israeli army and you rose to the rank of a captain in the uh, israeli defense services and from there you moved to the private sector where you were working in uh, cutting edge uh, high tech industry from there you moved to an ngo all these moves and uh, all these uh, various verticals that you worked in what prompted you to choose these uh, careers I think that the thing that promotes me or like pushes me is passion. I have to to do something which I love. For me to be a diplomat, it, it's the easiest thing because it's basically teaching something I am very proud of and I very much uh, admire. In Israel, every young boy or girl goes to the army. Most of us, except some exceptions. And ladies do it. and men do it for what, three years. I extended uh, my my uh, stint in the army and stayed for five years. I was a captain for the families, which is a very unique position in the army that basically were embracing the families of the fallen soldiers throughout the years. Many, many Israelis at this junction go and come visit India and stay here for months and tour all over in your incredible India. I chose to study international relations. So I with the the dream of becoming an israeli diplomat but when i finished my studies there was no cadet course our ifs system you have to apply the same as as your ifs system and there was no course so i joined in the israeli thriving high tech ecosystem and i joined startups and after like now like i'm 5 years or 3 years out of them in in bangalore when i visited startups here I feel the same vibe I felt between 1999 until 2000 before the burst of the internet bubble when I was belonging to an Israeli startup. I was in charge of basically teaching for my startup and like recruiting people for but then I was accepted to the foreign ministry. So I made a huge switch and entered the Israeli foreign service. and you rightly mentioned the my uh, also stint as uh, in a non, in the non-profit organization this was after my first posting i took one year leave of absence and i said okay my passion is israel the in the israeli ngo is a very thriving um, ecosystem by itself and it's enriching the rest of the ecosystems and uh, i said can i join something to do something within within israel and in our capital we want people to stay in the capital to stay in jerusalem so uh, there was an ngo dealing with how to uh, attract artists to do their creativity uh, in the city 
and the same uh, how to have uh, good education systems. And this NGO was of a fa- of basically he's a VC guy that that had an NGO. But after one year, I decided that I have to go back uh, to, to accomplish a dream of being ahead of a mission, uh, which I accomplished. Uh, and I'm now uh, at the end of my term as a consulate here. Right. You know, uh, when I interviewed you for the Innovate Bangalore book, and you talked about the many similarities between the ecosystem in Bangalore and the ones that you have in Tel Aviv and uh, Jerusalem, you know, especially the triangle uh, that constitutes the ecosystem of academia, government, and uh, business. And you built connections across sectors, you know, from farming to biotech to software. And I remember you, you calling yourself a matchmaker, you know. So uh, do you want to talk about any of the uh, match matches that you made and uh, what has been the outcome of these matches? Matchmaker is one face or one of being a diplomat. Uh, the reason I love so much my, my profession of diplomacy is because in many ways it's a, a man of a woman of many traits. My matchmaker is one of them. It will be a, like, like a lawyer of our country. It can be a business connecting the ecosystems uh, uh, business-wise. It can be, of course, a culture, how to connect the cultures. But matchmaker is extremely relevant to Israel and India partnership. Because in so many ways, we are so much alike. Both our nations are nations that are, even if we're looking for the culture perspective, of the importance of family, the importance of the holidays, and the importance of bring, building French and business income. So it's beyond doing a, basically a biz dev person or to be a diplomat, an official one. You have to be a matchmaker to connect to our ecosystems. And to be posted in Bangalore, Bangalore uh, depends how you want to call it, is the best place for me to be a matchmaker between our two ecosystems. But the matchmaker is also not matching just similarities that, that do exist between our two innovative ecosystems. It's also looking for what can build a strong couple or a, sp- a strong partnership bond. India is gigantic and Israel is tiny. The added value of Israel is the innovation, the fact that in order to survive, we have to be innovative. In India, in many ways, in the same way, but India has a lot more resources, whether it's water, whether it's land, that you cannot compare. So we can also complete one another, and we can do jointly R&D, and then do the scaling up here in India. And this is something that as a matchmaker between our nations, I'm also trying to, to connect, to see how uh, we identify the, together what's the added value from a Bangalorean point of view, or from a South Indian point of view, what's, what's in it for you guys when you, when you come to connecting with Israel. And I'm looking the same way, what is our added value and what, is, what will be a, a, win, a win-win situation for both our ecosystems. In the past the years uh, that I've been here and even be, and of course before that, there are numerous successors in any uh, sector that you had mentioned, whether it's agriculture, uh, that uh, you go, just go a, a few hours drive to Ramtal, you see a big 1,000 uh, acres of land that uh, the irrigation systems is by, provided by two Israeli uh, uh, companies. If you just go two hours here to Kular, you'll see Israelis and Indians cultivating the land together to have better crops of mangoes. And so this is for like agriculture. Water, you have 
a lot of water. We wish we had the same reality in Israel. We have a shortage. So we were able to uh, develop technologies to overcome this shortage. So we are finding the match in this. And uh, even Bangalore, Bangalore municipality chose an Israeli company to do some, some technology with management of water management. And if I want to speak about cybersecurity, Checkpoint, which is a big Israeli company that basically was the one, the first one who provided us the shield of the firewalls in the cyber arena. And they chose to have their headquarters from all over India here in Bengaluru. And it's also uh, providing services for all over Asia. Uh, you know, uh, one very interesting thing that has stood out in my memory over the last two, three years that you've been here is the number of interface interactions that you have facilitated what prompted you to do uh, you know uh, such a thing you know and create some kind of a goodwill amongst religions as a diplomat i believe that connecting our nations is connecting our people and if you want to connect people you need to learn about one another and both our nations are a very unique combination of faiths and 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 set of beliefs and origins, and uh, it can lead to friction tension, but it also can lead to living in co- coexistence and understanding the wonderful addition that everybody brings to the table. Uh, Dana, what would you say are the highlights of your uh, time here in uh, Bangalore, in South India? It's hard for me to speak about my highlights, uh, because in a way, a diplomat is a vessel. It's not a, I'm, I've been privileged to be assigned as a consul general to South Korea. Um, and, and I know that it, when I'm invited to speak in conferences, it's not Dana is invited, it's the consul general of Israel. So if I'm looking at the partnership between India and Israel, the past three years I'm here, and even the two years I've been in, in Delhi, it's been an aggregation of, high, of uh, peaks. I had the privilege of uh, assisting to plan the visit of President Mukherjee to Israel in uh, 2015, when I just arrived. And then a reciprocal visit of President Rivlin, our president that came in November 2016, with a big delegation of academia. And then uh, I had the privilege of accompanying three uh, secretaries, Agri, Water and Sanitation, and, and the Water Resources, to Israel in July 2017 to have the last preparation for the visit of the first time ever an Indian prime minister coming to visit. So I had, I had been able to be part of this effort as well. And then reciprocal visit of our prime minister here. And um, I think I got the best present uh, for my birthday. I spent it on the, the 17th of January in a business summit in afterward in Mumbai, a, a, a Bollywood event to see how we can connect that to ecosystems. So I think that if I'm looking at uh, the influx of tourism, uh, a few years back, we only, we only, uh, we only had 40,000 Israelis coming to India and vice versa. Now we have even almost doubled that amount. I'm, of course, we're speaking uh, pre-COVID era, and, but I am confident that once we are together finding the solution to combat this pandemic, we will have much more and more interaction. And we are speaking today in a very, very important day, which for me is another peak of the Indo-Israel partnership. Today, this morning, landed an Israeli plane having 25 or some or a plus minus a Israeli army, our BRDO team, that came 
So in order to see uh, the DRDO, the, MO, the Ministry of Defense uh, uh, counterparts of India, and to uh, research together for a, a COVID-19 test, the rapid testing that will be for less than 30 seconds. So you see that the, the peaks of the partnership between me and Israel has been, for me personally and professionally, an amazing opportunity. I knew when I chose to, to be appointed to India that there is a unique window of opportunities of having more and more, enlarging the scope of the partnership between India and Israel. The partnership was relying at the beginning on agriculture and defense, but now we can speak about agriculture, water, academic exchange, cybersecurity, space, biotechnology, health, medical devices, in each and every one of those fields and many more, including tourism, we can speak about many, many peaks, many, many success stories that I had the privilege to take part at uh, with our team here in the concert and with many uh, partners like yourselves to see how do we maximize these opportunities and connect our two ecosystems much more. I'm sure you've laid a foundation for much more closer ties. And, and I'm sure even when you go back to Israel, you will be following the developments and giving whatever encouragement that you can. Which have been your favorite destinations here in India? Oh, that's a really tough one. For example, the last year, I chose to go with uh, three of my uh, good Indian friends uh, and to explore Varanasi, the spirituality of Varanasi. Last year... I went to Pondicherry on my birthday. And, um, and along the way, of course, exploring amazing Karnataka, Hampi, and Mysore. And even within our own Nana Bangalore, there are so many uh, pockets of history and heritage and beauty. It is the city of gardens. I can't choose one place. I can tell you for sure on a personal note that I had hesitation before coming to India. As I told you, it's not, I was, I was in my 40s, I wasn't in my 20s exploring. I had a child, uh, which was uh, back then three and a half year old, and to move to a new place, to Delhi, you know, there's always misperceptions about places. The moment I landed in the Delhi airport, the people, the way people smiled at me, I knew I will enjoy my, my time here. Knew I'll find amazing, and, and looking backwards at the, at the past five years, whether it's the, with the sight I've seen, but mainly the people I met, it's been an amazing journey. Uh, I wish I had many more years too, because there are many more sites that I have not seen. Uh, I'm not choosing one place. Uh, I, I definitely am saying that India had been an incredible home and an incredible journey for me and my family. Yeah. And I'm sure I speak on behalf of everybody who's interacted with you that you have been an incredible guest and an incredible connector and uh, if you felt happy that people smiled at you I think it's because you radiate this infectious charm so people have been very happy to receive you here so Dana before I bid you goodbye and I'm sure we will meet somewhere maybe before I let you go I want to play this message for you from a common friend there is no easy way to say farewell or pay an adequate tribute to Dana Kush as she leaves behind this amazing trail of accomplishments in her three-year stint as the prodigious Consul General of Israel in Bangalore. There is a notion that in matters of bilateral relations between countries, one person cannot make a difference. As a process, it takes time, 
patience and negotiations. Dana's triumph in all that she has brought to fruition, even in this short three-year stint, has disproved that theory. One person can make a difference. This she has exemplified in the multitude of work streams and bridges that she has built at several levels. Government, trade and commerce, research and knowledge, partnerships in academic institutional exchange. In this process, she has managed to intertwine several hearts and minds between Israel and India. Did you manage to see it? <laughs> yes. Thank you, Sandhya, and thank you to Viren. It was a, you know, you were able to surprise me. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, thank you very, very much. It's a, it's, it's, it's very, you know, it's very hard to grasp that I'm really leaving here. I have amazing friends here and amazing partners to, to see how we can connect our two ecosystems. And, they, and I, 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 I'm, I'm grateful both for you and for Biren for this, those amazing words. After attending your, your event of Innovate Bangalore, it made me even proud to call Bangalore Nama Bangalore because really it is the hub of innovation. And the, it, it is a privilege, for, it was a privilege for me to be able to try to see how we can connect uh, innovative Bangalore with Israel and to, to do it with entire India. And, uh, and you had always been, uh, you and of course, uh, uh, Raintree as, as, as leading, uh, uh, you had all, always been a friend and, and, uh, and a partner in many of the initiative of connecting our ecosystems and uh, you were able even now uh, to surprise me with something personal again and uh, and I'm grateful and I'm thankful and I'm really really looking forward to have you back at my home in Israel. Thank you Dina. Um, it's been a privilege to know you and to call you a friend and uh, to our viewers I hope you enjoyed watching this episode of Spotlight with Sandhya featuring the amazing Dana Kirsch, Diplomat Extraordinaire. Please do subscribe to the Raintree Media channel on YouTube, comment, like, share and you can also listen to this interview as a podcast on Spotify. Until the next episode, bye-bye.